you for listening to this message from the Northgate. Well, tonight, and I, I love doing this, and as long as you're courageous with me, I've been asking youth uh, to come and speak. We've had Trenton and Talani so far, and tonight, Miss Taylor is going to give you what's on her heart. And uh, because we don't have a youth pastor, and I don't feel like I should just make youth leaders that don't feel the call to preach. And that's what a lot of churches do. Got to be an adult. Why? If anybody can minister to your generation, it's you. It's you. And I love that I have mature youth leaders in this room that aren't like, when's he going to give me an opportunity to preach? If you want to preach, go to Walmart. If you want to preach, go to Kent State, stand right in the middle, open everything. What I want you to, or what you kids to realize is there is gifting in all of you and you don't have to do this. I asked Tyler last week and he's like, nah, no, I'm good. So I didn't, was like, brother, you got the call of God on your life, brother God, you better preach the gospel, son. Whatever devil's telling you, you can't preach. I didn't do that. I said, buddy, you want to speak? He's like, no. The only person I like do that to, like I'm like, you're going to preach? My God, you better listen to me, is Ashley Manichi. It's the only person I do. She's never allowed to tell me no. So Ashley tries to tell me no. Mike lets me slap her. You know what I'm saying? He he lets me smack her around a little bit. So he's like, you got permission. Like if you got permission to whip somebody's kids, he's like, brother, you have permission to slap my wife. So, I mean, it's just how we roll. We've been rolling together for a long time. And so Nietzsche gives me permission to slap his wife around and say, you're going to preach, Ashton Nietzsche, by God, there's a gift of the Holy Ghost in you, and you're going to release it. No. <laughs> but I, she, listen, she's an elder. It's different. So I, I do that with Jen Thompson, too. I'll pull her hair and pick her nose and poke her eye. So, But I love it when the leaders of this house uh, you guys, if you can go back on social media on YouTube and listen to these financial classes that Ed and Jeanette and uh, Mike and Jen and myself and Tina are releasing in the earth, they're absolutely incredible. Um, it's wisdom for you guys for your future. But man, right now in this season, teenagers that want, and, and if you have a word, listen, teenagers, if you have a word, I want you to text me, call me up. If you ain't got my phone number, get it by the end here tonight. But your parents all should have it. I'm looking across the board. Everybody's parents here has my number. If you have a word stirring in your heart for your friends in this room, I want you to release it. I don't need you to come up here and have the spirit of me on you and preach for an hour. If Trenton didn't do it, it's not going to happen. I'm just telling you, he loves to talk. And I think he was about 10 minutes long. And uh, so it'll come with time. But man, listen, your guys' future, I don't say this to a lot of people, but I'm telling you, your guys' future is going to be touching a microphone and speaking to your generation and leading your generation. I realized with this Legacy Academy, you know, and if, even if you're not in Legacy Academy, you're still a part of the house. You're still a part of this house. You know what I'm saying? So every kid that is being raised in this, whether you're in the school or not, you're called to lead. You're called to lead for the gospel of Jesus Christ, okay? And so my prayer is that next year you'll be in here, okay? You'll be graduated, so you will be heading, you'll be graduated, they'll be heading to the leadership anyway. I want you guys to be like Kevin. I want you guys to be leading in here. I don't want you to go away. 
what you guys have walked through, man, you can help these others. You know what I'm saying? So at this time tonight, Miss Taylor, my one and only daughter, who is probably going to be more like me than any of them, personality-wise. I'm starting to see that, and it scares me to death. I thought she was going to be the quiet, bashful one because she was when she was little. And what I realized, she wasn't quiet and bashful. She just wasn't going to give you the time of the day. So that's what I have figured out with Taylor. When she was little, if she was not interested in you, she wasn't going to talk to you. And we thought she was going to be, we thought she was going to be the quiet one. And as she's getting older, there's this huge personality coming out of this little body. And I'm going, oh my gosh, she has more of my personality than any three of my boys. That is scary. So with that being said, Sissy, I love you. I'm proud of you. The woman that you are, seeing you in devotion, watching you lead worship, it's incredible who you are. Will, she's your friend. She's a part of this family. Will you honor Taylor? She comes to bring you a little bit of the word today. First thing, it was actually perfect tonight that towards the end, um, my dad started talking about like relationships. Because once, and I'm speaking friend-wise, once you find that one friend that will stick with you through everything, even when, because me and Talani, we went, through a, we went through a season where we would walk in here and we would put an act on. And outside of church, we barely even talked to each other. Because there was so much things in the school system that were filling our heads, like, don't talk to her. And then even people outside of school. And so I'll never forget when a couple months ago, um, Talani and Toby were at our house, and I was upstairs. I was crying. Like, I didn't know what to do. And I was just, I was telling God, I was like, okay, this is going to keep on happening. Like, why am I here? Like, what am I doing here? And I remember her looking at me saying, like, I'll never throw you out. God will never throw you out. He is your best friend in the whole world. You don't, you could screw the, you could do the biggest thing and you could feel like everything in your world is ending and he'll never leave you. He'll stick with you through everything. So with that, uh, Kevin, if you can go to Proverbs seventeen seventeen. Um, it goes, a dear friend will love you no matter what. And a family sticks together through all kinds of trouble. If you don't count people in this room right now as family and friends, I don't know what you're thinking. Because, like, they are the biggest people in here that will love you no matter what. If you don't trust them, like, I, like, I just don't know what's, like, me personally, like, if I didn't trust people in this room, I wouldn't be up here today because these are the people that have helped me to get to this point. So family and friends, like, those are the biggest things. But, like, the biggest way to begin to say, like, and begin to think, like, okay, that's my friend, that's my family is through love. If you can't find love through them in a connection, it's not, it's, they're not a true friend. I've been there through the school system. I understand you want to be popular. You want to have friends. 
but they talk about you when you don't know it. And they backstab you, and it's and it hurts. And it makes you go through a season where you think, I shouldn't be here. What am I doing? And that's where I love how my dad said how he was talking about if that person isn't going for it with you in worship, praying when you're praying, that's not a true friend. It's really not. Like for me, when I look at a friend, I'm looking, are they going to be able to back me up? Are they going to be able, am I going to be able to trust them to tell them what's on my mind? Tell them how I feel. Because if I wouldn't be able to tell Talani how I feel in our relationship, it would have gone down a couple years ago. But because we found love in God through it, it's better than that ever has been. Um, so that verse, like, a dear friend will love you no matter what. When you think, like I said, when you think the whole world's ending and you think no one loves you and you want to throw in the towel and you want to say, God, I don't want to be on this world anymore. No one loves me. They love you and he loves you. He loves you no matter what. So with that, um, can you go to... Uh, Song of Songs 4, but go to verse 7. Every part of you is so beautiful, my darling. Perfect is your beauty without flaw within. Now you are ready, my bride, to come with me as we climb to the highest peaks together. That, like, though, I didn't read down because that's, like, the part that I highlighted in my book. Like, every part of you is so beautiful. I don't care what people at school say about you, what you may think people outside of school said about you. You're so beautiful in every single way. And you don't have to strive to make people want, want you and want to love you. Like, that's where a true friend comes in. When you know that even if you mess up, they'll love you no matter what. Those people that you call friends... If you know that when you mess up big and they're just going to go tell everyone this random story and make up this huge thing, they don't love you. Like, they're not, they're not going to be there in the long run. My dad's talked about it. He said he's only, he only knows like two or three people from his high school that he actually talks to. Why are you connecting yourself with people that aren't going to be there in your future? You're giving them your life story. Wow. Telling them telling them, oh, my God, this is what happened in my life. It's so dramatic. And they're on the inside. I don't care. Why are you telling me this? Rather than a true friend, friend, when you tell them that, oh, they'll be like, I don't care what they said about you. This is not the person I know. Like, this would be if Talani was looking at me like, this is not the Taylor I know. You are so much greater than this. Like, God has made a purpose for us in this world as, youth, as a youth group. To where if you can't find love in this building with these people, like there's, there's nothing you're going to find in your future. Or else everything in your future, you're going to end up winding up like, why didn't I just believe that I'm loved? That I'm his beloved? And if you go to Song of Songs in the New King James Version, the first thing, the title 
of chapter 4, it's called My Beloved. You're his beloved no matter what. Like, I, I really don't care what people say about you. I'm looking at every single one of you guys in this room. Like, me personally, like, I love you guys. Like, you guys are my family, my friends. Like, I know that you guys will back me up no matter what. Um, so, with that, I'm just, um, I'll just read it in here. Um, it's on the Second Corinthians, what my dad's been talking about. What my dad said a few times, Second Corinthians uh, 4, we are like common clay jars. On that part where it goes, though we experience every kind of pressure, we're not crushed. At times we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. That true friend will never let you quit. I remember during the whole thing that went on with volleyball where I, I didn't want to play this year. Throughout the season, I wanted to quit. And I remember talking with Talani and Nana about it. And one of the things that Nana had said to me was, like, because I kept on telling him, like, I love this sport. I don't want to quit it. And I remember one, I kept on going to Nana every single week, and it would be a different feeling every time after a game. And, she, and then when I told her I wanted to quit, she's like, this is not the feeling that I got the first time. If you tell somebody I want to I want to quit and then before that you go, "Oh my god, this is amazing." You're making up a story that is that shouldn't be told. And I made that mistake. I shouldn't have said that cuz I love where I'm at in my sport right now. I'm making connections more than ever. And there's actually like I'm actually talking to to girls at you uh at volleyball about youth group and feel like and I feel like no one's judging me. Like, where do we get to that point? And I don't even care if they judge me. Like, this is what I love. Like, that song where I love it here, like, I don't care what they think. Like, I love being here. Like, when I walk in that building and I get on that stage, like, I love it. And as soon as um, we were in the car, we got in the car, and my mom started playing that song, I was like, this is perfect for tonight. Because we could sit there and go, it's better, it's better than anywhere else. Or rather than in love, we can go, we can sing it, and we can sing it, and, like, no one cares, like, because we're all in the same, we're all feeling the same, like, we want to be here. Where do you put yourself in situations and in friend groups where you're there and you're like, oh, I don't really know if I should be here? Or you try to be there. You try to put a fake person in that circle. Where do we find ourselves there at? Because I know when we walk in this building, all we hear is you're loved, you're beloved. Even those little kids back there, all they hear is you're loved. I don't care what anyone thinks. So then why do we think that we have to put ourselves in a friend circle? We have to put this complete different person, different clothes, different look in a circle where we don't even belong. Like one of the people that I thought I would never connect with, I thought was one of the weirdest people, is one of my best friends now. Like, she's on my volleyball team, and she's probably one of the only people I really talk to. Like, and then where do we find ourselves where we can actually tell people, like, no, that's not what I'm about. I don't need to talk about that. It's not my business. I've told my friends that. They were picking on one of my girls at my volleyball game the other day. They were taking videos of her, and I said, guys, that is not our purpose. She doesn't want, her, she doesn't want a camera. Don't do it. 
I'm going to stand up for people around me. Even if I don't call them best friends, I'm going to stand up for them because they, they deserve better. Everyone in that school system deserves so much better than what they're being taught. And literally, when we do, when we read this, and it's like at times we don't know what to do, but quitting's not an option. At times we don't know what to do. When we're in that friend circle, we have no idea what to do, what to say. So then what comes out of us is nothing. If your parents, I've heard some people that things have said. If your parents heard this, I want you to think, how would they react around some of the things that kids around you say that you agree with? Some of the things that friends are saying over your own families, that you're like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Why won't you stand your ground and be like, don't talk about my family like that? That's not who they are. When you hear people in that school, even when you're walking in the hallways and you walk past the conversation, they're saying, oh, my gosh, the Northgate sucks. No, this is the best place to be. Like, this is where they should want to be. Like, they shouldn't want to be in that school system on their phones, taking pictures, sent, girls sending pictures of the boys trying to get accepted. When I know who I'm going to marry is going to accept me and love me for me. I could walk, like, when, like how my dad said, when you look for someone in a, in a relationship for a girlfriend and boyfriend, they should worship next to you. They should pray next to you. If you're looking at them and you're like, oh, my God, that's the most popular guy in the school. I'm going to like him. No. He probably doesn't even know who you are. Like, if you think you got to accept something, like, you think you're earning something, like, I remember today we were in the volleyball, like, group huddle or whatever with our coach, and one of the girls were like, oh, the high school boys are going to be there. And the coach was all like, oh, you like one of the guys. He doesn't even know who you are, so why would you even strive? Like, why would you try to go for something or somebody who doesn't, he probably doesn't even put interest in you. Probably doesn't even look at you. Why would we try to strive for that when it's nothing we should try? That's nothing we should even be for. Because I know that the guy that I know when I walk through, when I walk down that aisle on my Wednesday, he'll see, oh my gosh, this, this is who God designed me to be with. When you walk, when, men, when you see that girl walk, I want you to think, like, I don't want, listen, I don't want anyone here to think, like, okay, you know, they're, like, they have money. Like, I, I want to like them because they can give me whatever. No, you, no, when, when a guy, I'm saying for guys, when you see that girl walk down the aisle, I want you to think, like, God knew this was the day I was going to be with this woman. When we walk down that aisle, I don't want us to feel any shame. Like, are they really going to love me for me after tonight? Are they going to wake up and walk out the door? No, I want you walked, and I don't even, me personally, like, if you walk down, if he goes to propose to you, and you, and you think, oh my gosh, if you, if you're having any issues in your mind, like, is this right? Don't do it, because you're going to end up in a whirlwind of hell when you're older. We'll just say that. 
Because, like, <laughs> hey, you guys got my back. Okay, you can't laugh at me, okay? <laughs> but, um, yeah, laugh with me. Yeah, laugh with me. <laughs> not, not at me, just with me. Yeah, <laughs> that makes it better. Okay, because then I won't feel embarrassed, you know? Uh, um, but my, my thing is just, like, when you go to find a relationship, if the first thing that comes to your mind is, are they going to love me for me, don't do it. I don't care if it's through friends, if it's through adults. When you go to shake their hand, a new person you go to meet, like, oh, do they really, like, do they like how I look? Don't. Don't even mind bothering yourself, like, okay, this is where I live, this is my number. Like, don't. Because you're probably only, even if you do see him, see him you're probably only going to see him once. So then why even try to go for something that's not, that God, God may have, because then when you're trying to put that in your life, God's going up there like, okay, if this, God's, God's wanting to teach us how to live life. Because when we're adults and we don't live under our parents' roof, I already know, because I know I've said before, like, I can't wait to, I can't wait to get out. But I'm thinking now, like, just imagine how hard it is for them. Imagine what they have to go through. So then imagine when you go to find a friend or someone in liking, imagine what they, what you, what you go through. Thinking like, okay, okay, I got to buy this for them for their birthday. I got to buy this for them on the weekend. No. If they're trying to put you in something where you don't want to be in, back out. Like, I'm saying that with all sincerity. Like, if you're in a relationship, I'm saying this with, like, best friends. And they make you think, like, you have to buy them everything in the world. Like, even all that fancy stuff. I don't even buy that stuff. Like, the Gucci and the Louis Vuitton stuff, whatever that stuff is. Um, but if, if they're, your friends think, like, okay, you need to go buy me that. No. can't laugh I'm <laughs> um but like I'm saying like if your friends make you think you have to do something they're not they're not a true friend if they make you think that you have to put on this complete different person and I'm also saying this like if you lie to them you may think like okay they're hurting me by making me think that I have all this money thing no you're hurting them that's where us as kids, we think that we can go out to people and be like, oh, yeah, I've played that before. Oh, yeah, I've done that. But have you really? Come on. Yeah. That's true. Like, have you really, like, I want to see you do it. Like, I'm, I remember I told Davis, like, a long, long time ago. I don't even remember this. But I had told Davis that I knew how to play poker. And it was like, listen, we were little. It's fine, Okay. And he brought it over to my house when he was in, and I was like, oh, sorry, Dave, I don't know how to play. And he was like, I thought you knew. And I was like, no, I lied to you. <laughs> sorry, buddy, I, I lied to you. I can't. Sorry. Sorry, but it was all a lie. But it was like, even people that we've been around before, and we've even put, like, I know I put a mask on around Talani. Like, I put a mask on around my own best friend. And I hated that. I hated being that. And I hated putting myself where I had to always think that I had to go up to her. And I hate doing that. 
I hate always going up to people in general and just being like, okay, is this really true? Or are you, are you, or are you actually telling me the truth? Like, that's how people feel. Like, I, I hate that. And I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I, I, like, I hate that. Because I've, uh, I've always had this fear, like, okay, are they going to lie to me? Like, do you, do I, can I really trust you to where I know you won't lie to me? And it's like, even when people lie to you, though, you have to understand, sometimes they're doing it not to hurt you. When I had to understand that, because I thought, like, okay, you're lying to me. Like, you don't, like, I can't really trust you. Like, no, out of anything, the fact that you were telling me, like, I didn't want to hurt you, that means the world. Like, the fact that someone then tells you, like, okay, I have to tell you, I have to tell you this, like, I can't hold it in. And they're actually telling you, like, but I didn't want to hurt you. These people in this room, they tell you things, and yes, maybe sometimes you don't want to hear what they have to say, but they tell you things because they don't want to hurt you in your future. They don't want you to get hurt. When they tell you, like, that's not who you are, like, I remember I, a couple weeks ago, I kept on every youth group, I would always go, I can't hit that note, it's too high, my voice hurts. Like, no, I'm just trying to do that because I wanted to put on something, a show that I didn't want to put on. Like, what show are we trying to put on for people that we really don't want to? Like, what mask and what what person are you trying to, because at home you're all like, yes, ma'am, I'll do this. And then you get all around all these school friends and you just, like, I can't even explain what friends are when I walk through that school just alone to go to volleyball what people are. Like, they're nothing compared to how they act around their parents. Like, what are we doing even around this church where we act a certain way here, but then we go in that school system, we act completely different. That's why I'm thankful that I'm not in that school system because I acted, I acted stupid, okay? We'll just say that. I was not a very smart and intelligent person when it came to making my own decisions. I made a lot of dumb ones, but we all do. Everyone makes a mistake. And I always thought that when I made a mistake back when I was in school, like, okay, everyone's going to hate me for it. Like, what do I do? Like, no one loves me. But then where's that one person in your life who will tell you, like, that's not who you are. You are so much better. And I don't care if they leave you, but I will never. I will never backstab you. And I don't know, just the whole thought about that. Like, who is that? Have, like, those people, I want to I know. If you don't call, I'm talking to you youth. If you don't call these people your friends who are actually here on a Sunday worshiping side by side with you, I don't know who you call friends. So I'm just, I'm saying, like, if you call somebody in that school system or outside of school your best friend who doesn't every day when you need when you need to talk out about it like go ahead my ears are open and then let me show you let me tell you how it really should be who is that person that you're letting 
put words in your ear that shouldn't be. You're letting people, friends that you call, people that you call friends in that school system who are actually, they're telling you like, oh yeah, you should go do that. But then you do it and you're like, why did I listen to them? Like, why would I listen to what they're saying? Because, like, I remember walking in that school system one day, and I told them, I was telling them all about what was happening, all the drama and everything. And they all told me this completely different thing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go do that. I did it, and I was like, why did I even do that? Like, this is so dumb. Like, why am I putting myself in this situation? Why are you putting yourself in a situation where you're letting people fill things in your head? That's why I love the thing that my dad always says, are all hearts and minds clear? Because I remember my dad, when my dad would say that, I would, think, I would just be like, I just wouldn't say anything. But in all honesty, I was letting people fill things in my head, but I wouldn't say anything. Why are you filling things in your head and not getting it out? Getting it out at this altar. This is the one place you should get all the negativity out. Because if you aren't getting all those bad thoughts out here, like where, where is it going to go? It's going to stay there and it's going to travel to your heart. If it travels to your heart, it's stuck because your heart is a lock. What you, things that you put in your heart, things to people you say, I love you, that's stuck in there. If you don't really, like when I say I love you something, like I mean it. I don't just say it to say it. Like, if I tell you I love you, like, I love you, Talani. Like, I love you, Trent. Like, I'm not just saying that to say it, but, like, that hits in someone's heart when they say I love you, and then you betray them or backstab them. And then after they backstab you, you go back to them about advice, and they feel something in your head. So why are we surrounding ourselves around people who aren't loving us for us? Who, when we say, I don't know what to do, I want to quit, I don't want to be here, but then that friend who's actually talking to you in God's language, what God's saying is, you are beautiful in every way. There's no flaws in you that they're saying. Like, I don't care what they think over you. Like, I love you. Like, I don't, like, this isn't who you are. When do we realize when people say this isn't who you are, when do we actually put it to mind? When people say that's not who you are, like you are his, when do we actually put that to words? So I just, actually, can you sing that song, It's Better Than Anywhere Else? Because I want us to just hear that, like, this place and love is better than anywhere else. I think her message is for the young and the old in this room. Because we surround ourselves with people. I'm just going to pull your chair back just a little bit. I saw an illustration. I want you to think about this. A lot of times we feel like we have these relationships with people and we're face to face with them and we can trust them and love them and we think that they see themselves for me and then all of a sudden it's like they turned their back on me they betrayed me see I've been studying Judas a lot lately and I, the, the word betrayal means one 
that will not guard a person or a place. That's what betrayal means. Their unwillingness to guard you so they turn their back on you. There's a time when you're face to face. And see, when you start putting your trust into people that you start pouring yourself out to and then all of a sudden they feel like their back is to you. Can I tell you that they really didn't turn their back on you? You somewhere didn't stand on the foundation of love and you're the one that's actually spinning. You're the one that's actually spinning. They're not spinning, you're spinning. You're going, do they love me? Do you love me? Do you love me not? Do you love me? Do you love me not? Do you love me? And then we feel dizzy and we feel confused and we don't. And I listen, I walked at one time in my life where all my relationships felt like that. All my relationships felt like they turned turn their back on me. They turned their back on me. It's because I'm not standing. Because once I look into the eyes of love and I see the Jesus in her, then the fear, listen, there's the, always the fear. When are they going to leave me? When are they going to? So you want the spinning to stop? You want the spinning to stop? It's not go find more friends. Find somebody to love me. That's what happens when a girl breaks up with a guy. She goes, finds another one. Then she goes, finds another one. Then she goes, finds another one. Then she goes, finds another one. No, your security is found in God first. That's, I had no, listen, I promise you, I had no, did I, Tina? Did we talk about what you were preaching tonight? We did not one time. They've been in my house all day, Toby and Talani. I had no idea what Taylor was preaching on. This should show you how much God is wanting you to be pulled away from some relationships. And that's adults and kids in this room. That's even people watching, by the way, of live stream. You didn't know this, but I heard Holy Spirit say, turn it on. Some of you are spinning out of control. Relationship after relationship. Friend after friend, or should I say marriage after marriage, or should I say boyfriend after boyfriend, girlfriend after girl, and you're not finding peace. The peace that you're looking for is only found in 2 Corinthians, what it says here. So we also first believe, then speak in faith. We do this because we are convinced that he who raised Jesus from the dead will also rise up in us and together, together we will all be brought into his presence and good things. Good, listen, I don't have to strive for good things. I don't have to work for good relationships. I, don't, I should not have to strive to make you love me. I should not have to work to make you love me. The amazing thing about the grace of Jesus Christ is you didn't have to do a thing but receive His love and that's it. And if that's all I got to do to connect with God is just be me and love Him, then if I have to try to be anything in a relationship, God's not in it. Because He doesn't even require that from you. He requires you to do nothing but love. That's it. So anything that requires me, anything other, it's not Him. It's not Him. 
because I don't even have to work to be his and he's the God of the universe he's the God of the universe and I don't have to do anything I don't have to do anything I don't have to do anything so I want us all over the room to close our eyes how many have been in relationships that you feel like you're spinning I want you to slip your hand come on come on come on these relationships are spinning then I ask the one true relationship to come into every hand and that's the love of Jesus so anytime you felt gross anytime you felt empty inside I know what that spinning feels like I know what betrayal I know what rejection feels like I know what it feels like from my own biological father I know what it feels like from my own family I know what it feels like from people that I dated in the past I know what it feels like from people I called friend that I would lay down my life for them but they wouldn't for me I know what this feels like I know what this feels like and so I'm asking God to heal that place in your heart where you begin to feel like your life and relationships begin to spin and it's in that spinning is where you lose you because if I was to do that game where you spin somebody on a baseball bat several times once the spinning stops you try to walk a path that you think you know where you're going and you're all over the place so I pray that you don't feel all over the place anymore. I pray that you don't think all over the place anymore. And I pray that you go after God. See the eyes of beloved. See the face of beloved. Hear the words of beloved. And may your friends talk like that. May your friends talk to you the way Jesus was. May your family talk to you the way Jesus would. May your spouse talk to you the way Jesus would. I think some of you need to have some conversations with some what you call friends. And I'm going to start guarding myself. I'm going to start guarding my family. I'm going to guard my church family. I'm going to stand for love and stop spinning in negative words and spinning in gossip and spinning in dishonor. Man, because you know what everybody in this room just wants? Just to be loved. Everybody in this room and on the live stream, you just want to be loved. So I say we take off the mask today and we throw the mask to the ground. And we be who we're really designed to be. And that's strong and courageous. So I pull every knife out of your back by the Spirit. I pull every lashing tongue that has talked about your appearance, talked about who you are, that you would even think less of yourself, that even words out of your own mouth, I'm too fat, I'm too dumb, I'm too stupid, I'm too ugly. Don't ever let those words come out of your mouth over yourself. I don't look good in those clothes. That's not who you are. That's not who you are. That is not what Abba says about you. And when 
The scripture in Corinthians says, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit on myself. And I'm definitely not going to quit on my God. I'm not going to, I'm going to guard my Jesus and guard the Jesus that I see in people that love me for me. So I pray stronger connection to those that are in covenant with God, that they may be in covenant with you. And God, break relationships that make me think anything less than what you think of me. It's scary, man, when you get those hooks in you of people that you think you're supposed to be running with. It's scary to break those ties. But from the young to the old to the live stream, man, surround yourself with people that love you. Surround yourself with people that love you for you. Because Abba loved you so much, He sent His Son so that you could have life. And spinning is not a way to live. So I declare purity over you. I declare joy over you. And it's nice just being yourself and having fun. I declare that joy. The joy and hope and peace and love of God. God's got a plan. And when God has a plan and God has a co-labored dream, He'll put the right people in your path. You know what they'll do? Celebrate you tell you the truth they won't lie to you my spiritual father has told me some hard truths but he loves me and I've had people lie to my face that only cared about my gift they only cared about what I could do for them I pray for everybody's apostle Damon in your life I pray for everybody's Brad Custer and Sarah Beth Chris and Nikki Mathis, Jason and Misty Townsend, Ben and Logan Robbins. Come on, I pray for those strong covenant relationships that love you for you. I pray for those strong ties. I pray for Russell Hilton's in your life. I pray for Mark Pifers. I pray for a best friend like Mike Thompson. And I pray like Jason, new friends are coming that you didn't even think existed. Never forget when I became friends. I used to tell Warren when he was 13 years old. I said, man, you just feel like you're my friend. I was a grown man. You remember when you were a teenager, man? I just be like, man, I, I just feel like you're my friend. Here he is. Some 13, 14 years later, man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So God, let us see people with your eyes. And even those that aren't walking correctly, listen, walk away from them, but pray for them. Or maybe like Talani and Sis, if you sit down and tell the truth. Like, dude, I don't want to talk about that. 
I don't want to be about that. I don't, you're making me compromise me. If they're a real friend, then they'll never do that to you. Thank you for listening to this message from the North Beat. If you would like to donate to this ministry, please go to www.thenorthgateoh.com and click on the link at the bottom of the homepage.